listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Thursday evening for Friday's 10-game main slate. James, just two games on a Thursday here. Nice little light slate. We watched what was supposed to be maybe a playoff preview, maybe one of the more anticipated matchups of the second half of the NBA season, the Philadelphia 76ers. First, the Brooklyn Nets. You have Drummond and Curry and Simmons and James Harden and Seth. That, that whole trade that went, it was an ugly game. The Nets won by 30. So not as exciting as many people maybe had hoped. Uh, now we're waiting on the Nuggets Warriors to, to tip off here to uh, close up the day. Yeah, question, John. If you're a team, like, if you're a, if you're the one seed, right? But you have, a, but the possibility of playing the Nets as the eight seed arises. And you could lose that final game and you're the two seed. Are you losing? I think so. I don't want to play definitely losing. In the first round, I do not want to play that Brooklyn team. I Obviously, you did a lot to get there to be the one seed. But a lot of that has to do with Brooklyn not being healthy. Right. And boy, oh boy, we saw what they can look like when they are. Brooklyn's biggest problem is if for whatever reason, the COVID rules don't get resolved, which they're right. anticipated to get resolved in time. But the way they're lining up for the play-in games right now, they would be the road team in these games. Or True. sorry, they would... No, so that's actually beneficial to them, right? They can't... Yeah. They don't... I, I'm, what I'm saying is they don't want to keep on winning because if they put themselves in a position to be the home team for these play-in games and the rules don't change, then Kyrie won't be available for the, the wild card games, right? And that could potentially obviously hinder their ability to move forward in the playoffs. But... If they get through and now you're looking at it and you're like, oh, man, I got Brooklyn with Kyrie <laughs> and Durant and Drummond, who's looking pretty decent lately, and Curry and, you know, Drogic's playing more minutes now, and they have Patty Mills off the bench. Like, they're a good they're, they're a good team. Ben Simmons eventually in the fold there. Yeah, no, they're scary. I actually had a conversation about the Lakers as well. Lakers currently sitting in the ninth seed. And so I'm like, all right. Lakers have been struggling. Obviously, they have a terrible record. But what if they get to the playoffs and they they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Russell Westbrook? And they get healthier. Does just those three, that core, like that could still click at any point in time and, and be a tough out for them as well, even though as poorly as they're playing. But you know, you look at the, some of these bottoming teams in this playoff situation and some scary outs there. I want to say you're right, but just from what we've seen from Westbrook is not encouraging whereas like Kyrie hasn't skipped a beat when he's been on the floor sure. Durant hasn't skipped a beat I would say that I would say that when if you want to compare Durant and LeBron this year when Durant has been on the floor he's been better than Le- I think that's like a fair assessment of LeBron's where they are pretty damn good no that's not me saying look they're two of the however many best players in the league I'm just saying I feel like at this point I would feel better about Durant leading my team with the team that he has than LeBron leading that. Look, Brooklyn's depth is way better. I know what you're saying. Their big three can carry them, but like uh, their depth has been really bad, man. It's yeah. just, they don't have a center anymore. Like there, there's just a lot of missing pieces in LA. And I know Anthony Davis fills that center void, but like, I don't know. I, I feel better about Brooklyn making a run at this point than I do about the Lakers, but hey, maybe I'll be maybe I'm wrong 
come playoff time. Yeah, bottom two teams in the West right now are the Lakers and the, and the Pelicans, actually. And the Pelicans, we know, loaded up there, getting the column at their deadline. So that could be a, a scary team if you're Memphis, maybe, and you draw mm-hmm. New Orleans. So that's, uh, you know, that could be scary. And, and then Portland, who's been blown up by 40 the last two games, are only a game... <laughs> are only literally a game and a half out of the wild card. And they're trying to lose as bad. They just, they're just hanging around. They're just hanging around. That just goes to show you how bad the West is this year too. Lakers 20, 37 Pelicans, 27 and 39. And they're currently in the playing games. Pretty ugly stretch there. So uh, anyways, that was some seasonal NBA talk. We had some DFS to get to here. 10 games on the slate. Like we said, do we have any totals available to us right now? It looks like we have all 10. Beautiful. We have a lot of big totals. The tip at seven, Timberwolves Magic, 232.5. Timberwolves, seven-point favorites going for their seventh win in a row in Orlando. The Pistons travel to your home state of Massachusetts to take on the Celtics. Now, Celtics, 14-point favorites and a 216 total. The Clippers go to the Dirty South, head to Atlanta, six-point home favorites in a 228.5 total. The Knicks are nine and a half point dogs in Memphis in a 230 total. Dallas travels really far to Houston as 11 point favorites in a 225 total. Cleveland versus Miami in a very a solid Eastern Conference matchup. 210 over under the lowest on the board by a mile. Only the Boston and Detroit game, the only two under 220 overall. Charlotte. And the Pelicans go to battle. Charlotte, one-point favorites on the road in a 229 total. Utah is seven-and-a-half-point favorites in San Antonio with Popovich looking to become the winningest head coach of all time in the NBA. 229-and-a-half total in that game. Phoenix, six-point favorites over the Raptors at home, 221 total. And then the late-night hammer, Wizards-Lakers. Wizards getting four points in L.A., 228 Total. And the Wizards, by the way, didn't have to travel far. I believe they just played the Clippers it did the, in the, L.A., right? They were in yeah. L.A. last night or on uh, Wednesday, I should say. So didn't didn't really have to, to travel very far. There's back to the hotel and then back to the arena. Yep. All right. So we got 10 games here. Uh, top price player on the slate is Luka Doncic at 12K. He has a matchup against uh, the feisty Houston Rockets. I, credit to you, sir. All right, you've been talking about Houston being more competitive of late. They took the Lakers to overtime and beat them, despite the efforts of Russell Westbrook, who, uh, kudos to you. You are correct. Russell Westbrook gets up for Houston games. He did again. Great call if you played him. But here we have Luka by himself still pretty much going up against Houston. Average, he went for 60 fantasy points in that first meeting. Top price play on the slate. Are you paying the 12K for Luka Doncic? You can, and if, John, to your point, Right, you said pretty much by himself. The Dallas Mavericks scored 77 points against the Knicks on Wednesday. Luka Doncic had 31 of that 70 of those 77 points. So that really tells you all you need to know. If you want to play him, be my guest. He's a triple double threat, and even on nights he's not getting triple doubles right now, he's going for 70 fantasy points. So yeah, I would say Luka is uh, firmly on my yeah 100. Obviously, it doesn't need to be said, but it's a, it's being said. The tier below, <clears throat> excuse me, Dejounte Murray home against Utah at 11k. John Morant at home against the Knicks at 10. I can't get a feed on the Knicks by the way. Yeah. They get blown out, they win by blowouts. They get blown out, they win by blowouts. John Morant's at 10-8. Trey Young against the Clippers at 10-1 uh, is your top tier point guard position. I like Murray. He has a triple-double in his bag against Utah this year. I don't think Utah has been 
that defensive stalwart that we're accustomed to seeing this year. I'm trying to pull up their post-All-Star game numbers just so I don't feel stupid. Yeah, 17th in defensive rating since the All-Star break, so they're nothing special. And I think what we've loved about Murray, again, even in these games where he's not triple-doubling, and they're awfully close, one rebound, two assists, one rebound in the last three games away from a triple-double. 57, 57, 59 fantasy points, and if you want to go a game further, 58 fantasy points because he's scoring super consistent as a guy who's averaged 20 points per game and he scored 25 plus in four straight so if the scoring continues there's no reason to think murray can't go for 60 fantasy points here Morant's fine but you mentioned 10 8 is t- really hard to get there he's only gotten there one like two times in his last five games and one was at on the dot at 5x plus if they blow the knicks out we're only getting 27 minutes Morant. trey young i think is interesting Hasn't been shooting the ball great, or at least consistently. Two of the last three games, he shot below 30%. Two of two of the last four games, he shot above 50%. So what Trey is going to show up, the, the Trey that has shot the ball well lately. Hopefully the Trey that gets to the free throw line, too. He can be aggressive there. That is true. That's a great point. Um, so we'll see. I like him. The Clippers are another team that get blown out, like, randomly on games as well. So And are somehow some way two games over 500 like there and you know what that's there has been praise to a lot of teams and and players this year but there's a lot of praise going Tyron Lue's way this year the way he's coached this Clippers team that just doesn't hasn't stayed healthy from the jump and to be two games over 500 right now with who what who's out mainly Kawhi and, and Paul George is uh is very impressive so he'll have them coached up and Atlanta jockeying for a playoff spot themselves. They're currently in the 10 seed in the East, so they're in the play-in game. I think Trey's a tournament play because he has that 60 fantasy point upside. But I think Morant of this top tier is probably my least favorite of the four. Okay. Go down to the next grouping here. Garland, tough matchup against Miami, probably coming off 72 fantasy points um, against the Pacers. He had 66 fantasy points against Philadelphia. So I'm like, He's really balling out right now, but we hate playing against Miami. They're just so tough defensively. It's kind of a, it's hard to really trust. And then again, I don't really care for the rest of this pricing tier. Is there anybody for you that jumps out of LaMelo Ball, Reggie Jackson, Russell Westbrook? Um, I guess maybe. LaMelo in tournaments, fine. I think our Jackson tournaments, fine. Look at the, this 49, 20, 24, 64 fantasy points. It's a good matchup against Atlanta. One that he struggled in, but you know, only played 21 minutes. This whole tournament, this whole tier is a tournament play only. Westbrook in play if LeBron sits, considering it's a home game, and he has looked way worse at home this year compared down the road. So this, I, I, and I don't really want to play Van Vliet against Phoenix. So I would probably just stick to like Lamelo and Jackson in tournaments, and then Westbrook with LeBron listed questionable as a potential guy. Sure. Yeah, that, that works for me. Under 8K grouping, DeAndre Russell against Orlando. We were not doing Lowry, but Tyler Hero keeps on playing really well. Yep. Uh, it's kind of, again, tough matchup for Cleveland. You had Devin Booker return. Campaign still give you a double. But he's yeah. $6,900. Nice. So I don't know if <laughs> if you if you want to continue to pay sort of that price point. KPJ has been playing really well, but Dallas has been tough this year. So again, I'm kind of struggling, I think, to find overly appealing options here i guess i'm okay with skipping out on this whole tier truthfully i'm i'm kind of with you i think 
if anybody, it's probably Cameron Payne for me, just because we saw the production stay even with Booker back. But I don't even think we need to go there because he's 6,900. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so who? I guess what other guards are, are appealing to you? Because again, I'm looking down. You know, Jalen Green, point guard, shooting guard, coming off a really good game, but he's 6K. Alec Burks against Memphis. I don't know. Like, not. And RJ Barrett's the guy we want to play. I know Burks is coming off a couple good games here, but Memphis is a much easier, much tougher opponent than the Clippers in Sacramento and, and whatnot that he was running up against. I mean, Quickly's up to 5,200 now. I don't know, man. What do you like? What do you, where do you, where are you thinking here? Cause I'm not really feeling much of this middle to lower tier point guard, at least for now. <laughs> Graham, I guess, I guess it would have to be Devontae Graham, right? No McCollum? No, no Ingram. No, McCollum's out too. Oh, McCollum's out too. Right. Oh, dude, there. Oh, doesn't that kind of, okay. Devontae Graham revenge first off. So mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom. Second off kind of puts me back on LaMelo a little bit in tournaments. Don't like the price, but 8,600 is going to get Devontae Graham defense here. And Jose Alvarado defense. I kind of like the Knicks guys. If they keep that game close, it's a two-third total. It, it's very appealing. They're both getting minutes. And I think we're seeing this like weird thing with Quickly now, right? Where he wasn't doing anything other than come in and give us like 18 points, right? And then you're like hoping for a steal, hoping for a couple of rebounds. He's now had six rebounds in four straight games. He's had four or more assists in three straight games. He has a steal in five straight games, 27 or more fantasy points in four straight games. And the minutes are there. And the minutes are there for Burks too. So I like both the Knicks guys. I do think you're spot on with Devontae Graham. I think He's going to be a popular choice, even though there is a pretty low floor because he's very inefficient from the floor. 36% shooter this year. But yeah, after that, like, why did Cole Anthony not play minutes the other day? Yeah. What? Fultz is going to... Is he sitting this game? No, I don't think so. It, oh. He should be. He sat on He sat on Wednesday on the back-to-back. Oh, I never mind. I, I have my returning players mixed up here. I think it was a pretty... He's going to, okay, Porzingis is going to play Friday, rest Saturday. Okay, I I saw some update earlier today. I thought Fultz, Zinger, right? There's Z's in the names. I just got them confused. So so Porzingis is going to play tonight. He's not going to play Friday. He's not going to play Saturday. Anyways, back to point guard. Maybe Jose Alvarado. Yeah. Maybe. They're going to play Temple for whatever reason, right? Like, he hasn't played in how long? He hasn't played in how long? Right. Like, he he played uh, five minutes the other day. On the fourth, sixth. So a week, it'll be a week. (laughs) <laughs> it'll be a week that he's played five minutes so you know for a fact that they're all of a sudden just out of nowhere <laughs> they're gonna start him and play him 38 yeah alvarado's been fine we've touted him up pretty good this year uh, against orlando 19 minutes 18 fantasy points 20 minutes against memphis he had 24 plus he had a really good he had a really good tweet that went out uh it was a d'angelo russell when they were playing minnesota he was alvarado was coming up to the ball and d'angelo russell can he shoot can he shoot can he shoot and alvarado was like yeah i can shoot and he drained a three Yep. Um, he put out a t-shirt for that. Did, yeah, he put out a t-shirt. That Talk about capitalizing, cornering a market. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's a good call for some value there. Uh, so yeah, so Graham, again, Graham has been hit or miss, Alvarado, but we're looking at 10 games slate, guys that could maybe come through. Lonnie Walker came back. He did play 27 minutes, so that was encouraging after the 18 minutes against Charlotte. I wonder if he was sick in that game because he missed the next game for the Spurs with an illness. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why you only saw the 18 minutes and then bounce back at 27. So 
if Lonnie Walker is going to be back into that 27 to 30 minute range, like I would, I'd be willing to run it back to him at 4,200. I guess that's, I guess that's probably it for me. Anybody else for you? Like I've liked the minutes for Melton in competitive games and then like they don't play him in blowouts. So I don't know. You could maybe play him against the Knicks if you think that game stays close. Cool. Uh, all right, shooting guard position here. Booker returned against Miami. He's he's only eighty nine hundred dollars. So yes. and he didn't skip a beat. Twenty three <laughs> no. eight nine, two blocks, two steals, fifty five fantasy points. So remember, what do we say, James? Right? Chris Paul was out. We're like, this is the march to ten k for Booker, and he was rising up the price boards, and then he got COVID, and now he's eighty nine hundred. Keep playing him. He's yep. reset, reset. <laughs> point guard, even with a point guard on the floor in Cameron Payne, who had a double double, Booker yeah. still had nine. He still had nine assists. So yeah, exactly. So eighty nine hundred lock and load. Donnie Mitch is back to eighty six. I do like this spot for him against San Antonio. I like the spot. He's in play. I I, I do. It is a good price point. Last time he's we saw been victimized nine... by his team blowing out their opponents lately as well. That's true. That's true. And, and Boyan just not missing, but Boyan's ruled out. Boyan is not in this game. You called the Boyan. You called the Boyan ten threes against Portland. Not that he had ten, but again went nuts in the twenty whatever minutes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm for Mitchell. He's out due to legs, probably because he's shot so much that his legs are tired. <laughs> so Donnie Mitchell, no Boyan. Who gets the Boyan minutes though? Is that Clarkson? Is that Hughes? Who comes into the no, game? Hughes is Hughes is on Portland. Are Forrest then? It could be Forrest. It could be. They could run Daniel House, who they signed for the year. Uh, yeah, that's who it's going to be. It's going to be um, Rudy Gay as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good calls. So Donnie Mitch, 86, though, again, he was up over 9K for a bit. Now he's back down to the blowouts. Take advantage of that. San Antonio could get blown out, too. Right? They're not as good as we <laughs> think. No, they are. they are not. No, they are so, not. So, yeah, they could get blown out, but I like Donnie Mitch. Uh, JB, price is coming back down. If we ever get an under 8K, Jalen Brown, like, I'll play him. 8,200. It's Detroit. What are we talking about with them versus Detroit this year, too? Detroit plays them tough. I don't uh, know. Right before the break, right? The last they game before the Ulster. Right and, and Brown had 45 fantasy points in that game. Tournament play. But Tatum is... We'll get the Tatum. Yeah. Play this is also a four, it's also a 14-point spread in, in Boston. So, I, like you said, they've played True. them tough. Second lowest total on the board, 14-point spread. Definitely, I would say, across the board, just probably... We're, a lot of these plays in this game are tournaments only. We talked about Vliet against Phoenix. He's fine coming back. 41 fantasy points when his return. Rozier, you know what? Celtics are just they're just different right now. So yeah. Rozier wasn't able to get it going against them this time around. I'd be willing to run it, though, against New Orleans there. Missing Ingram, missing McCollum. Charlotte, we're going to look at Charlotte and be like, oh, they're going to run him off the floor. Charlotte gets blown out all the time. They play no defense. So, like... This could still be a competitive game, even with no McCollum and Ringham. It's, it's less likely, but it's possible. So I think Rozier at 79 uh, is still doable. Especially when New Orleans could just p- pound it inside of Valanciunas uh, against whoever they're, Charlotte. Do they, do they start Hayes? And oh, Hayes? yeah, they're going double big. For right. sure, they're going double big, yeah. Yeah, I think Rozier's in play for tournaments. I think that's like largely how I feel about... I feel like everyone from Rozier to this probably like 6k range like they're okay. just full yeah. tournament probably tournament plays only yep that's that's fair so kate cunningham tournament play actually mm-hmm. averaging good numbers against boston again we've said they, they, they've played them tough like you and you said year, they are so. diff and boston right now is just like, very different i like bogdan still a big bogdan guy 6300 i think bogdan could be cash yeah with the minutes as long as the minutes stay where they are in the shot attempts too he just didn't make shots which he's been making 
pretty consistently. So I'm with you there. I'd consider Bogdan in, in cash games as well. Under 6K, Terrence Mann at 55 is still fine. Tournaments for Ubre, he only played 16 minutes against Boston. You know, three fouls or just maybe a matchup or it was a blowout for a lot of that game. Could have possibly had something to do with it as well. Malik Beasley went nutty. <laughs> and he started in that game. Who did he start? Edwards? No, I think it was Pat Bev who was listed questionable. Yeah, it was Pat. It was Patrick Beverly. Okay. So if we see that same thing with Beverly listed questionable, Edwards is listed questionable again, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Listed questionable again. The man, he's having problems with this knee. I feel like we're gonna have this is gonna be the rest of the year. If somebody, if one of these guys are out or both, Beasley's definitely in play. KCP against the Lakers, forty-eight hundred. Revenge narrative. He, dude, he's been looking at his numbers. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Like 40, 4,800. He, he goes for 33 fantasy points and they drop his price. <laughs> that's that is that's something we got to take advantage of. You've been yes. on the KCP bandwagon all year and I'm hopping on board for Friday. Bingo there. Clarkson, 4,800, I think is fine. If we want to go there, Quarter's fine. It's at 45, probably even more than fine. Quarter's just always just a guy that's pretty reliable. Who was... Nah, you only played 28. So Christopher, the last couple of games, has actually scored the ball. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know if that's... Well, two games. The Miami game, there was no Eric Gordon. There was no Christian Wood. No Tate. And then the Lakers game, Gordon came back. Wood. No Tate Wood. And the minutes go down, right? Yeah. Even in an overtime game, only plays 22. So I agree the scoring's been there, and there's obviously some upside, but we need people to be out. Okay. And by people, I think Eric Gordon needs to be out. Yeah, that's fine. All right, let's go on to... Let's see, you only played 18 minutes. So Josh Primo, I don't think he's going to play in this game, but I don't really know where the minutes would go from. He's doubtful. Uh, Richardson. Maybe, yeah, maybe Richardson, but that's... I'd rather see them just go to Vassell. But yeah, I guess Richardson could see 25, maybe. I I don't know he if played I'd go 30 there. Against the, he played 30 against the Lakers. That's a... I would tread lightly there, but that was no Vassell... No Lonnie okay. in that game. Yeah, yeah, that was the Lonnie. Lonnie was sick, sick and yeah. they sat Vassell. So sure. okay. Uh, small forward, ten five. Jason Tatum, incredible. Forty four, fifty four, thirty seven, thirty three actual points. The last four games, fifty four, fifty two, sixty seven, sixty four fantasy points. <laughs> averaging fifty nine point six DraftKings points over the last four games. Averaging forty three fantasy points in three games against Detroit. All season long, we've said we don't want to play Tatum over ten. This is different. This is different, though. This is best. Is not missing. This is it. As a fan, is this the best four game stretch of his career? He had, I want to say, two years ago. I want to say two years ago, he had a stretch that I think got kicked off with a game versus the Clippers going into like a break where he had a really good stretch of play, but this, yeah, he just keeps on, <laughs> he just keeps on progressing. He's on, he's like unguardable at the moment. Yeah. Obviously some of the matchups that he's had, you look at the last game against Charlotte and you know, Charlotte doesn't play any defense. So he goes off and he drains, off. but I'm like, he went for 54 going shot for shot with Kevin Durant, <laughs> right. like while guarding Kevin Durant on like the other end of the floor. Right. Memphis has been very good defensively this year. 37 for him going back and forth with John Morant. Atlanta, again, not a great defensive team. Hangs 33 on them. So it's, yeah, he's just playing at a different level. So if you want to play him in tournaments, I'm not here to tell you no anymore. Uh, right. Again, James and I were sort of less less bullish on him. But yeah, earlier this year at that price point when Jalen Brown was healthy. But now that right. 
Now it's now it's just a different it's a different beast. Okay, so here's the stretch that he had. I just found it, it was 2019. He had seven games where he averaged 35, eight and four uh, for seven games. Shot 51% from he shot 51% from the floor and 50% from three, taking 9.4 three point attempts per game. So and it kicked off like I said with the Clippers game 39, nine and nine that game against the Clippers. Then he went 28 and 11. 41 and 5, 36 and 4, 33 and 11, 32 and 13, 32 9 and 6 in those huh. those seven games. So, okay, buddy. Uh, and that was two years ago, Jason Tatum. So now we're two years two years in the future, and uh, he's still he's back. So yeah, he's that dude. He's that dude. I, I worldwide Rob. I don't know if you saw his uh his tweet. I guess he was watching this game, and he said or listening to it. One of the two. And he's the Hornets broadcast has been silent for 60 straight seconds. Uh, and, and the only comment they made after that was, I guess Jason Tatum has figured out this basketball thing because they just watched him literally shred their team for everything. Anyway, so Tatum's 10-5, play him if you want, that's fine. Not gonna, Can't tell you not to play a guy because he's going for 60, 70 every day. Uh, buckets against Cleveland, 87, and I like the price, don't like the player. Don't like the matchup. Yeah, don't like the matchup. Don't even, again, 38 fantasy points, 38 fantasy points. It's not paying off the 87. RJ, though, at 79. Give, give yeah. the dude some love. Price decrease. He was over 8K the last two slates. Uh, I know it's Memphis. I get it. I understand. It's on the road. They get blown out all the time. He just he plays in blowouts, and he yeah. does everything. So here's the hoping prize picks give us, gives us three and a half assists again for his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing to add. I know, I know. Uh, uh, I'm just spitting straight facts. Nobody, there's nothing more to add to it. Uh, I'll let you speak on the next guys. Then who do you like also in this range? I guess don't like Scotty Barnes at this price with FVV back. I do kind of like Miles Bridges' price, John. Here, this is very low. We haven't seen $7,300 since January 8th was the last time we saw Miles Bridges this cheap. So obviously the shooting hasn't been great and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen there, but Bridges 73 in tournaments, I think is interesting. Talked Bain Trent, both tournament plays. Don't love Trent at that price with everyone healthy. Don't love Mikel at this price, but is that like Devin Booker correlated? Like 38 fans? I think so. I think it might. I think it might be. They have to focus on the scorer. So So maybe I don't hate that. It's still peak pricing for him, though. So. It's still peak pricing, right? It's, he's priced appropriately. So I guess, like, at this tier, for me, it's probably Miles Bridge. And then I'm just headed to the value tier, probably. Okay. I was going to say, any marketing love at all? Yeah. Good price. Not the best matchup. I guess maybe if Butler is out, I'd like the matchup a little more. Is that okay. fair? Is that, like, a fair... Jimmy's a dog, man. Yeah. As much as he hasn't been great offensively, like 110% on, on defense still. So. Do we think the back-to-back limited Orlando guys, because Franz only played 22 minutes too. Actually, his minutes have kind of been down a little bit lately anyways. 24, 28, 22. Yeah, and Chuma again, 28. Just, no, I don't know. Maybe. RJ Hampton played. I was looking. why RJ Hampton played 28 minutes last yeah. game. Like, they just... I think they have... They have it's kind of something we've been talking about, right? The Magic have a lot of guys suddenly. They have a ton. Now that everyone's healthy, except John Isaac, now that everyone's healthy, I don't know. I get it. Minnesota has typically been a good matchup. 
They've also won six in a row, and since the All-Star break, they have the third best defensive rating. So I don't know if this is even something that I want to really explore and test the waters of. Will the Magic finally play Franz Wagner here? Find out Friday. (laughs) I don't want to find out because that would would mean my lineup is potentially sinking. So Magic are just kind of a fade if if they're not named Wendell Carter or Mo Bamba right now. Sure. DFS at 55. He's questionable with a bruised arm. I don't know how bad the bruise would be that he wouldn't play. Broke my heart last night. Got called for an offensive goaltending on a dunk because he hung on the rim, which cost me a, a prize pick play. So I don't even know how you make that call. He dunked it. He hung on the rim. They say it was an offensive goaltending. I don't know. Horrible. Anyways, he bounced back against Houston at 55. It's fine. What did Jay Crowder do? Jay Crowder? Eh. I guess you could if you wanted to. He's going to play 50, 50. It says 54 is not great. Yeah, but not. I will say, John, 16 shots for Jay Crowder. Booker was back, too, and he took 16. But a little revenge there. Maybe he was just trying to trying to show off for the old squad. Herbie by default? Herbie by default. I actually have a little sneaky, potentially sneaky New Orleans. Small, maybe. Trey Murphy call? Maybe. Trey Murphy call incoming? Maybe. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Anybody else, I guess, before we get to that then? Hunter, I think, is fine. Sure. He's been better lately, especially scoring the basketball 15-plus actual Which points. Is, John Collins comes back, and Hunter is better now. It may, You know what? Maybe some people just it just taking some pressure off. I don't care what anyone... Please, for the love of God, don't play Tony Snell. I don't care who's out. He did you see the line, John? He yeah, ruined. Why are why is his own team playing Tony Snell? Thirty one minutes. Not just playing him thirty one minutes is just a an insane thought. But he's uh, not that good of a defender. Okay. No, he he's is not, not Gary Payton. No, he, he is not that good of a defender. No, I don't think I don't think there's anyone else. I don't think this is a great position. I I think you and I have kind of struggled through small forward. Do you see anyone else that I'm missing? They started Amir Coffey the, the other day. But so, like... I, they, so I read Terrence Mann. They started him over Mann because Mann was sick, apparently. That's what Teron Lu says. I don't know what that means because Mann played 30 minutes. Maybe he missed shoot-around or missed the warm-up. I don't know. But if Coffey's not starting, I don't How House has been priced of House starts. If House starts, that's a good call. And we talked about him and I forgot about him. Yeah, if House starts, I would have consideration. And same goes for Trey Murphy, who gets called back up from the G League. And they're now missing two stars. They're two best offensive players. Three if you want to include Zion, but he's been obviously out all year. Just throwing it out there. Like the first round draft pick can score the basketball. I don't know. Just throw it. It's the Throw right game environment again. Charlotte doesn't play defense, so. Throwing Trey Murphy's name out there for large field tournaments. It's like a very deep dart, but if he ends up drawing a start, I would have a lot of James, we have a position change. Oh, I see it. Uh, LeBron see James it. is power forward center now on DraftKings. 11-8. Overtime game, just 9 of 26 and 1 of 9 shooting, but he triple-doubled. 71 fantasy points and... 71 and 77 fantasy points now in back-to-back games for Sir LeBron James. Wizards are not a good team. I mean, if he's active, do you run? Do you, he's, he's had the day off. He didn't play on Thursday. <laughs> so do you, do you just, does LeBron do it here? 11 8 is, 11 8 is steep. And this might be the, I don't know if he's been this expensive all year. He hit 12K once. He, hit 12, he was 12K back-to-back slates. Yeah, you could do it, man. It's not that I don't think 
he can get there. Washington's 27th in defensive rating since the break. So, yeah, you could do it. Just 11 age is – that's tough. That's, that is tough. It is tough. Randall's at 9,800. Siakam's at 93. And then Kuzma at 8,800 going up against the Lakers. Uh, does have to contend a little bit with, obviously, Porzingis. 17 points the other day against the Clippers. 31 fantasy points. Not paying off the price tag. First game with Porzingis, though, not a problem. 23 and 8 there, 47 fantasy points for him. Uh, Zinger's minutes, I got to think with him sitting on, are probably going to be on the rise here. He he had been, I believe he had been limited, definitely limited the first game. He played 26 the second game. He probably plays 30, I would think, here now. Like 21, yeah, 26, in foul, 30. In foul yeah. in that game. I want to pull up the popcorn machine just, just to see. It's just more shots going to a higher usage player now zinger I'm trying to see if there was foul trouble that kept him like so i guess this foul trouble was not real he picked up his fourth foul three minutes into the fourth quarter okay and then picked up <laughs> and then picked up his fifth foul with two seconds left in the game so i take back the you're probably right there's probably 30 minutes on the horizon probably staying off kuzma because of it and i don't think randall and siakam are on my board either Okay. Honestly, it's probably Carter. Carter against Minnesota, even though McDaniels and if Vanderbilt Vanderbilt plays like both good lengthy defenders, but Carter's just been on a different level. First non-double in seven games for him last time out. Still got eight rebounds. I do like Zinger in tournaments at 73, John, not going to lie, I do. Against yeah. Lakers, he is going to be a matchup nightmare for a team that just doesn't have... Right. They, they have LeBron. Like, Porzingis shouldn't... There shouldn't be a shot that Porzingis couldn't get against LeBron, right? LeBron can alter it, but, like, Porzingis is 7-3. Yeah, if he gets on the block, he'll, LeBron, he, he's 7-3, but he's also, like, 260 pounds. So, he's like, he should be able to do what he wants when he gets Right, him. so I like Zinger. Your boy Sengun, assuming Wood's out? Hold on. Yes to Sengun, for sure. But, like, what do you make of Mobley the last two games without Jared Allen? 53 and 55. He gets banned here, though. (sighs) Look at the teams he did it against. We've been feasting (laughs) on the Pacers. We've been been targeting everybody against the Pacers. Yeah, everyone against the Pacers. And then Toronto, again, just a size problem for them, too. So I feel like Bam and and Tucker, right, are are the front court here. That's true. I worry a bit. I worry a bit. Now, to that point, in two games against Miami this year, he is averaging 35 fantasy points, but just 8 of 21 shooting. So... It's a tough spot for him. Maybe in tournaments, if you're looking for a contrarian stack, play Garland and Mobley, and if they both go for mm-hmm. 50, like, you win, right? Yep, so, yep. Or not win, but you have, you have pretty good ownership there on that. Sub, sub 10% probably on... Probably, Garland probably well, sub 5. Right? Yeah, Garland's probably sub 5%. Al Horford at 61? Yeah, man. Averaging 30 fantasy points in three games against Detroit. Yeah, he's good. Came through the other day. We called, we called the Charlotte play. Only yeah. took eight shots, still got us a double and 35 fantasy points. So, Keldon, 27 actual? Yeah. You worried about the Royce defense here, maybe? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. And and plus, if there's no... I'd probably rather play Horford in tournaments, and I'd rather find $100 to get to Singoon if there's no Christian Wood. Big bounce back opportunity here for John Collins. He only played 19 minutes against Milwaukee. He was 0 for 9. He wasn't foul trouble. It was just Giannis... Taking Giannis, him out of the game. Taking yeah. him out of the game. Uh, now we get to Clippers. $5,900 for John Collins. This is wild. I'm looking right now, man. Cheapest all season long for John Collins. 
You know, obviously he was 6K the last late, and 35 fantasy points two nights ago against Detroit. Clippers. I'm in. I mean, I've been telling you for three slates I've been in, and this yeah. is the lowest of all. So, like, I, I can't stop now. I agree with you there. Would you point Chase Marcus Morris coming off his, his high game there? <laughs> he is the worst. I'm probably yeah. not. I'm like, that's a good matchup, but, like, probably not. Bagley was a letdown, a little bit of foul trouble there in that game. Yep. Uh, and now it's Boston. So he was six and he was 60% owned. Yeah. So you were all, uh, the writing is on the wall. He's going for 40 fans. Mello at 53. I think we like that. We always mm-hmm. like Mello right now. He's mm-hmm. just, you don't move his price and he keeps on scoring. Let's see KJ Martin, if everybody's out again, you play that play again. Absolutely. That, that one's a home run. Keep on giving us KJ at under 5K. Do they start? Nope. They came back. He's 24 minutes. If he starts, I guess I would have some interest. Yeah, if he starts, I'd have interest too. They played Gallinari 36 minutes against against the Bucks. It's funny. Well, that's just with Collins not being effective. Yeah, it's I know. Just like it's funny. I trust. find it interesting that Gallinari was effective. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. If DFS is out, would you consider Kleba? Yes, contingent on DFS being out, I would consider Kleba. Yeah. Only other probably power forward that I'm seeing is I believe Bobkov ruled out, right? Is that official? Bobkov out. Batum started, played 33 minutes. Was he great? No. But he can stretch the floor, as you and I know very well. And I think he could match up fairly well with Collins, just considering like Collins is crazy athletic, but only 6'9". So Batum isn't like extremely overmatched at power forward so yeah i may have found the answer to the franz wagner issue it's his brother it's his brother <laughs> he played 19 minutes in a close game against pelican yeah he's, they're playing him man i don't know if he's gonna keep playing 20 minutes like if i'm making 50 lineups i don't hate having him in two right if he gets a blood he gets the extended run like he did against memphis where he played 27 and if it stays close he's gonna play maybe 20 ish but yeah, if he's playing 20 minutes all of a sudden, and we see Franz and Chuma now going from high 20s to mid to low 20s, that's where those minutes are coming from, the rotations there. So 3,500 against Minnesota. You, know, you mentioned Minnesota's playing really well. It could be, a, it could certainly be a blowout scenario there. So just game theorying. That's probably it for me. Yeah, yeah unless, unless of any of these guys start randomly, that's it. Yeah, and speaking of Minnesota, the top right center on the board is Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Yeah, I'm go there though. Not gonna pay ten seven for him. Yeah, no thanks. I I largely agree. I would probably do it in tournaments if Edwards is out again. But no, you're, uh, no, you're you, you know why? No why? Because you're playing Jonas Valanciunas with no Ingram and no McCollum for seventy eight hundred dollars against Charlotte. Why was he good against Orlando or something? Uh, he was. Yeah, I he so he was in my playbook the other day. And I just felt like the price was too cheap. Orlando not a good rebounding team, all these things. Like, Charlotte is, like, the same thing. They are 16th in rebounding since the break. Yeah, well, you know why? Because they're just leaving Plumlee out there. Yeah, they're middle of the pack in defensive rating. They play fast. So all these... He's going to take 20 shots again. There's no McCollum this time. There was McCollum in that game against Orlando. There's not this time, so... Is Valanciunas, you think, the chalkiest, like, one of the five highest-owned plays of the slate? I think there will be a lot of people looking at him, yeah. Because, like, I'm looking at, thinking about it now, he might be the first person in my lineup. Yeah, probably. it's him, 
I could see you probably still play him, but Aiton does have a decent matchup. Booker's back, though, so does he have the same ceiling? He went for 19-10 and 10 against Miami. It's not awful at 72, given his spot there. Yeah, it's probably Valanciunas. Yeah, the rest of the position kind of stinks. I hear it in your voice. I hear it in your voice as you scroll down. You're like, well, we mentioned Sengun and Power Forward. That's probably the other play that we... Yeah, I mean, like, Zubak will have to be out there at 65, but eh. You know, they don't play Capella anymore because Collins is back. Mo Bamba again falling out of the rotation. Right. Because everyone's favorite Wagner. Yeah, that, that's probably it. And you're not going to play Mitrov versus Adams. Would you play Adams against Mitrov, though? Mitrov's been good lately, man. Every time yeah, I've been thinking about playing like centers against the Knicks, it's hurt. But he's on the he's he's just playing tall defense. I maybe you could play Plumley on the flip side of the J Val matchup. Fifteen rebounds against Boston, seven seven points. He's not gonna score a ton, but you know, the rebounding numbers have been pretty decent for him lately. So as long as they're in games where they're competitive, he's kind of on the floor where they need him to be. And they're not going to go throw Montrez Harrell out there against Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> That'll be an absolute bloodshed. So maybe you look at Plumley at 45 for value. Just trying to think. Daniel Gafford coming off a double, even with Porzingis there. Yeah, off the bench. I don't think there's anything else. But if you see somebody. Not really. I'm just trying to think, like, Toronto has to probably go a traditional center here, right, against Aiden. Do you would think, but they've probably had to do that a lot and it's true they just don't i just wonder if with no og who have they been starting at center who Kem, what was their Kem rotation Birch. last game was ken birch there last game just wonder if boucher or, or chua would get extra run here but i guess i think birch i think birch has just been the there there's zaza patchouli i always say zaza patchouli because like he's always been the first guy that like started a game and just played 10 minutes and then steve Kerr was like hey buddy Okay. Well, and that's probably it then. That's probably where we'll go at center. Cheapest I'll look at is Plumley, barring any sort of injury and news that comes out throughout the day. But Grande will be on the playbook for everybody. I'll be on the value vault. We'll have starting five. Showdown playbook, the whole works. Uh, get us on Twitter and on Discord if you have any questions. We'll be there. James, any parting thoughts for the people at home? No, let's let's make it a good Friday. Another great week, John. And we'll be back uh, with this podcast on Monday. Remember that? All right, guys. Catch you later.